0: The Xbox Series X release date has been revealed. This comes to us via WCCF Tech, and they say it will be available in time for Black Friday. Uh, Apparently, November 26th is when the Xbox Series X is going to come out right around uh, Thanksgiving, which I think is great. That's a great time to launch. Hopefully, they have enough of them in stock. Hopefully... Uh, the Xbox Series X does not get uh, get delayed by the uh, coronavirus. Uh, listen, w- the rest of the year, we're going to be talking a lot about comparing Xbox and PlayStation. And right now, I have to say that I'm leaning way more towards Xbox. Of course, Xbox has been a lot more open in talking about, you know, their plans, what things are going to look like, how everything is going to work together. And Sony has been playing things a lot more close to the vest. And because, or or the reason for this, I believe has to do with the fact that Sony doesn't need to play it uh, open like Microsoft does. Microsoft has to convince people because they lost last, this time around. All right. And they're trying to convince a lot of people that ended up going with PlayStation. And uh, there's a lot of people who went with PlayStation last time that are going to stick with PlayStation this time around because changing is hard changing is scary and going from one platform to another is kind of scary uh both of them will support ray tracing all right both of them have ssd both of them uh are calling themselves the future of gaming it really i think maybe both of them are the future of gaming but then again, so is Google Stadia in my opinion. I know a lot of people disagree with me there, but I think that Stadia Stadia has a chance here to really prove itself. And I don't think it's going to happen before these these systems come out. And the reason why I don't think it's going to happen before these these systems come out is because I don't I, we we have yet to see a game That is made exclusively or solely for Stadia that shows off the things that Stadia can do that the other consoles can't. And I don't think that we're going to get one of those games before the end of this year. It just takes too long to make games. Do I think that that's going to hurt Stadia in the long run? No. In the short run, yes. In the short run i do think that that will hurt google stadia but in the long run i think that at the end of the day it's going to uh kind of even everything out all right one more thing about microsoft is that we've got some new information about xbox game pass ultimate perks uh plus new titles for console and for pc this comes to us from news.xbox.com it says today we are announcing xbox game pass ultimate perks a new exclusive member benefit starting march 18th that is today that provides even more value for our ultimate members this right here is why xbox game pass or, or why xbox is part of the future of gaming in my opinion i feel like this service that Microsoft is offering, this is something that is very, very compelling and far more compelling than any of the hardware options that are out there, any of the hardware options that are coming. And I think that Microsoft is on, they're they're onto something here, something very, very interesting. When, this is back to the quotes from the website, when we launched Xbox Game Pass in June of 2017, I can't believe it's been that long, We did so with the goal of creating a membership that provides the best value in gaming. Our members have told us that they love discovering new games, but also that they want new in-game comment through perks. Xbox Game Pass Ultimate members will now regularly receive new benefits, including DLC, in-game content, and more all free and included with the membership. All right, well, it's included with the membership. It's not free. So make sure that you get that right, Microsoft. To kick things off this month, members can redeem these perks for free. No, they can redeem these perks as part of their subscription. Stop saying for free. Fantasy Star Online 2. Enter the world of one of Japan's biggest online RPGs with a special content bundle which includes unique emotes, in-game cosmetics including an Xbox jacket, a gold ticket mission pass, and an in-game currency with a Meseta crystal. Available to members in the US and Canada only. In World of Tanks, a global multiplayer free-to-game dedicated to tank warfare in the mid-20th century, start your journey with three powerful tanks and more. In Sea of Thieves, uh, you get everything you need to live the pirate life and become your own legend. With perks, you get a free Ori-inspired ancestral sails, figurehead hull, and flags to adorn your ship. In Smite, become a divine uh oh, oh, become divine in the number one MOBA on Xbox with a bundle that unlocks five gods, special character skins, and voice packs so you can ride into Battle of the Gods in style. With Smite, join a community of 30 million players and defend your portal in showdowns in the Coliseum. So basically, they got a bunch of free-to-play games and they're giving you some of the microtransaction-y stuff in order to get you more interested in that system or in that in that game. And I think that that's good. I think that that's very, very interesting. And it, it gives, like, because when I first saw this, I was like, well, hang on, Smite is free. Why would I... Why would that um, convince me to try out Game Pass Ultimate? Oh, because you're getting some of the microtransaction stuff. There you go. By the way, if you did not know, you can get Xbox Game Pass Ultimate for a dollar right now. It's normally $15 a month, but it's a dollar right now. Microsoft is really, really trying to get people to try it out. Also, coming to Xbox Game Pass for PC is, and I'm going to say this wrong, Astrologister. That's a weird name. Uh, a comedy game set in Shakespearean London, uh, Bleeding Edge. uh, Grab your team and tear it up in Bleeding Edge, an electrifying online brawler where every character comes mechanically enhanced for mayhem. You get Power Rangers Battle for the Grid. It's Morphin Time. Power Rangers Battle for the Grid pits current in classic rangers and villains in 3v3 tag battles. And The Surge 2, uh, on your way to Jericho City, your plane is shot down by a mistake. Uh, in a mysterious storm and crash lands on the outskirts. Uh, Also coming to Xbox Game Pass for console, Ace Combat 7 Skies Unknown uh, soar through photorealistic skies with full 360-degree movement. Kona in northern Canada, 1970, a strange blizzard ravages Anipak Lake, step into the shores of Private Detective Shoes, not shores of Private Detective and investigate surreal events in an eerie village battle, I'm sorry, Village, while battling the elements to survive. The Surge 2 also coming to uh, Xbox Game Pass for console and Bleeding Edge as well and Power Rangers Battle for the Grid. Look, it seems like a really good deal and I just wanted to let you guys know about it. I'm out of here and I'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Buy an Odyssey 2 now and get $82 worth of free games, including Pickaxe Pete. Sony, we've got a lot of Sony news, and I'm going to go pretty fast. If you really want a full-on breakdown of the PS5 specs, which were completely unveiled today, then you're going to want to check somebody else because most of this hardware stuff goes over my head. I will tell you that the teraflops that the PS5 will have is 10.28, and Mark Cerny, who was on stage and talking about this, he said something very important. He said, look the raw numbers are not important what's important is how well does the hardware actually work together and yes you can measure the power of this is me not mark now uh you can measure the power of a a a piece of hardware with teraflops but just because something has a higher number for teraflops does not necessarily mean that it is better at playing the games and i think that that's a very very important point to make now Who's Mark Cerny? Well, he is uh, Sony's lead system architect, and he got up on stage today and talked about everything to do with the PS5, only this was something that was very much aimed at developers because this is is what they had planned on talking about at GDC. Obviously, GDC Game Developer Conference has been canceled, so this was very game developer-centric and man it was a snoozer i watched the whole thing i wish i hadn't it was very very boring to watch this keep in mind it's not supposed to be exciting for consumers i am very much consumer not a developer i'm sure that there were some developers who were watching this but that were you know jumping up and down but that being said he spent a very long time talking about using ssds and i'm pretty sure that most developers are tech-savvy enough to understand the benefits of going with SSD. So, you know, Sony, know your audience and maybe tailor it to them. Uh, I, I just felt like this, like, I don't understand who the target market for this talk was. It's It seems like you were targeting people who wanted to make games for your system but didn't know how stuff works. And I don't think that's really the best way to go about it. He also said that the PS5 will support backwards compatibility with the PS4. No word yet on PS3, PS2, or PS1. Uh, He said, basically, as ranked by playtime, the top 100 PS4 games will work on the PS5, which is great. However, the reason not all games will work is because a lot of the game's code just can't handle it. And testing has to be done on a title-by-title basis, which means a lot of work. This is a pretty stark contrast from uh, what most are are saying the Xbox is going to have, the Xbox Series X is going to have backwards compatibility all the way back to the original OG Duke Xbox. And uh, I think that that's very compelling, even though I would also say there's a lot of people who see the idea of backwards compatibility and they hear about it and they think, ah, that's very important to me. I don't want this unless it has backwards compatibility. And then they buy something because it has backwards compatibility and they bring it home and they never play old games on it. They just play new games on it. <laughs> that's not everybody. I know that there's exceptions to the rule, but I feel like that is the um, the, the rule, not the exception. Most people get excited for backwards compatibility and then never Ever use it? Uh, one more thing about the PS5, and we'll move on to talking a little bit about Xbox stuff. Is that according to Sony PR, uh, the um, the BAAS, the Amsterdam PR Agency for Sony Entertainment and Entertainment Interactive, uh, they were talking to a Dutch tech website, Let's Go Digital. And the quote here is, the coronavirus has not yet delayed the launch of the PlayStation 5 for the time being. A lot of hedging of bets happening in that sentence, he says, yet, and then for the time being. So as of right now, we don't know when the PS5 is coming out, and we don't know if it will be delayed due to the coronavirus. But uh, Sony says, as of right now, they are still on track.